sound inside my squinted eye. I was taken so mistaken by your sordid lies. And then I thought Hey everybody, welcome on back. It's Wood. I'm here with none other than Keith. So what are you saying, people? That's <laughs> uh, a beautiful way to start us. I love when Keith brings us in by his melodies. Guys, beautiful voice. I want to let you guys know something right off the bat here. If you've listened to the first 25 seconds of this podcast, you'll realize that the following after the next couple of minutes will be completely different sounding. That's because we did things a little differently this time, and we have a mask off this week. But that'll be explained later on. So enjoy what we've got to say now. We'll get to the mask off later. Keith? It sounds like somebody dicked the dog. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Well, that. Yes. And that's actually addressed in the uh, upcoming uh, segment that somebody did dick the dog. And dick the dog. Yeah. We're, we're even going to call him by name on it. So, yeah. Right on. All right, so let's get this out the way. What I learned? I learned lawn care, lawn care is a big, giant hustle. You know what I mean? Yes. In theory, we should be growing vegetables and fruits and fucking berries and raisins and shit in our grass area. You know, I, I read a book a long time ago, and it talked about the reason people have lawns is to show how much money they have. I, like you would, mm-hmm. don't have a lot of fucking money. I should be growing fucking cabbage and carrots out in that motherfucker, but instead I'm out here spending hundreds of dollars a fucking season growing grass that nobody can eat. Right. Not not only that, if you don't, in some instances, you can get in trouble. You can get fired. Oh yeah. That. Yeah, we're, we're taking that code enforcement and shit. And you know, here's the thing about it too: when the purge comes and you got guys like Jeremy Horn, who's a walking <laughs> fucking weapon. Or you got guys like Dennis who needs to eat every seven and a half fucking minutes out there looking for food. I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I got to compete with these motherfuckers out there in the same grocery stores that are being looted to get my fucking food. As opposed to just growing the shit in my yard and leaving it at that. Right. Yep. You know? Arizona's got it right, man. You don't need to grow a damn thing out there. Throw out some rocks and a few weeds and call it an escaping what is it, Exoscape or Indoscape or yeah. Indonesia? I don't know what the Zero fuck it's escape. called, but it's something. Zeroscape, you yeah, know what I mean? But that, that, that's, that's the fucking thing. But having a bad lawn is bad for your neighborhood. It's one of my reasons to move. If you have a lot of neighbors with, like, cars parked on their lawns or yeah. fucked up lawns, or you got, you know, shopping carts in your fucking neighborhood, which is a sign of a bum infestation. <laughs> if you got fucking shopping carts in your neighborhood, that's the reason to move right there. Yeah. Because what you're going to get is you're going to get a bum jerking off in front of your kids <laughs> and your fucking wife. Or you're going to get a bum using your raised flower box or uh, garden as a fucking hammock. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to be sleeping in it thinking it's a fucking hammock. Yeah. You know? Get Mike and the boys in your car at night. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and also, people thought, when I talked about a stuffed animal, not a taxidermy animal, they thought I talked about a fucking fluffy stuffed animal, the kind <laughs> you win at fucking Disney World for knocking down all the milk jugs. No, you assholes. It was a real fucking, used to be a live cougar, right. mountain lion, uh, bobcat, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that has now been stuffed, staring at my ass. And we even had one hillbilly that said, <laughs> hey, um, Keith, where's it at? I want to buy it, and I'll give you... 
listen to this number, $59.99 to go get it for me. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want it for? He goes, oh, because I can get $2,000 for it. I was like, asshole, you just offered me $60 for it. He's like, no, I didn't. I offer you $59.99 for it. <laughs> it's like, you piece of shit. All right. Eric says, going to a bluegrass festival is not as bad as going to a fish concert. It can't be. There's no way in hell it can be. I dated a girl one time that became a fish fan. And uh-huh. how you become a fish fan, I have no idea. I guess that's like getting, you know, chicken pox or a rash or something. <laughs> Apparently, the prerequisite is to not wash or use toothpaste for eight days before going to the concert. Mm-hmm. Also, I'd like to add, I got to get to the bank before it closes. And I got to get home. I'm expecting a phone call to the video rental excuse of <laughs> why to leave a person that you don't want to talk to. <laughs> All valid excuses, yes. Great this excuses. All work, yeah. And there's excuses from yesteryear that I'm going to use just to throw people off. <laughs> T. Hogan says, now that College World Series is over, I can agree with Wood. I did when he said it, but fellas, you are missing out if you don't take a look at wifing up a major league softball player. Didn't know they had those. Dated a softball <laughs> player some years back, and if you like a woman who has lower body strength, and looks fantastic in skirts and heels. There you go. Mm-hmm. Keep up the good work. So my my question, I gotta ask, why did he have to wait till the season was over? Oh, never mind. All right. <laughs> that just, whole uh, thing, though, just that whole thing was in reference. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't to my boy that coaches girls softball, and he doesn't have a girl on the team, and he's never played fucking softball. Right. But you know, the truth be told, if I was gonna coach anything, the rumor is that beach volleyball players are. More, um, let's say, entertaining. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I occasionally um, bump into them during the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, not on purpose, of course. It just so happens that they're on. No, I do because sand. it's it's very um, it's very good sport watching. That oh, it's a great sport. Yeah. That's one of the best sports ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Girls beach volleyball, by the way. Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. T. Hogan also writes. He took the time to write us another email. He says, "I almost forgot to ask this question." How in 13 fucking ways did you get lost in D.C. traveling from Ohio to Georgia? <laughs> I'm assuming you took directions from Marion Barry in Ohio to get to Atlanta because your dumb ass had to be on crack to make that mistake. If you remember, I said I was traveling with my grandfather, hmm. the same guy that says, get in the car, shut the fuck up, don't touch my radio, and leave the window right where I got it. If the fucking radio is on, you take a left when he says take a left, you take a right when he says take a right, and when this motherfucker makes six U-turns, you just <laughs> let him make six U-turns. So who knows how we got there? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I just did what my grandfather said. So you got to remember the context to that. Yeah, you just let him roll. You just let him go. Let him roll, man. He's an old dude. Let him do what he does. He's in charge of everything, right? That's right. Missionary South. So we know who this is from. Keith, your dissertation on Snaggle's Toes at the Bluegrass Festival was creeping me out. Also, <laughs> a lot of cougar would have been hoping you didn't see it rather than the other way around. Would. I'm sure a doggy style hater would be a proponent of missionary style. Fact, up until recently, I thought missionary style was urban for shitting in a bed before running. <laughs> Entertaining episode. Thanks, Jamathan. <laughs> you know, Jamathan, I only described the toes. Let's talk about the fucking heels that look like a damn moon rock under a microscope yeah. or a road map in 3D. Yeah. I mean, their heels, they don't exfoliate. If you take 
a damn Q-tip and stick it into <laughs> stick it into a cap full of water. The way that Q-tip absorbed the water would be precisely how the heels absorb <laughs> fucking lotion that they don't use. They haven't used lotion ever. So exfoliate, scrub your feet, put lotion on it. You know, and I got something else to say too. I'm just cutting you off. But on T. Hogan, I love how he turned around to you and he said, keep up the good work when he addressed you. But me, he's just like, you're a dumbass. Well, you know what, T. Hogan? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay. What can I say? All right. <laughs> uh, and on That's that, the end of the emails. All right. Here's naturally where we would go to something, um, you know, snaggles and, and the like, but we're going to leave that for you guys. So listen, and if you've hung around for the last eight minutes, the following lot of minutes um, are going to be very <laughs> Well, I still have residual effects here. So, it's going to be very entertaining. Uh, hang around, listen to this mask off, guys, and I know you're going to enjoy it. Hey, the plane, the plane. Uh-oh. First and foremost, guys, I'm going to mention that one of our uh, mask off, his name is Andy, doesn't know how to use a mic. No. And the weird part about it is the motherfucker's a bass player. He's a bass player. You think you know how to keep his shit plugged in because the bass player gets no fucking love. He gets no love. <laughs> <laughs> and then the drummer, they're sitting in the back, mad as fuck like redheads, man. Where's our, where's our uh, dressing room? <laughs> yeah, you gotta share. He, he's got four chords to play and can't figure that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> next, next thing I want to say is we're outside. We're in the elements today. It's a beautiful day outside. So if you hear some planes passing overhead, well, there are planes passing overhead. There's nothing we can do about them. I called the airport. They told me to go to hell. But. Well, what we can do about it is take a shot. So when the airplane passes by, we're taking fucking shots. And if nine airplanes pass by, guess what? Oh, Lord. We're going to be naked by the end of the show running across the fucking lawn. Let's go. So I can I'm take two shots from right now. So guys, uh, we got a mask off. And on that, I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Guys, who are you and what do you do? My name's Nate Robinson. I play the guitar for a living. I sing mostly for Wealthy people while they're eating uh, expensive meals. Wealthy people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my name is Dave House. I uh, I play mandolin. I'm going to play mandolin today, okay. but it's normally guitar, so that's why uh, I'm a little bit confused as to what's going on and what we were supposed to be playing. He's but because uh, I brought the wrong <laughs> instrument, obviously. But uh, yeah, I make I make signs. I work at a sign shop. Okay. And uh, oh. Sorry, I was born and bred to make signs. <laughs> my dad, my dad, get into that here, sir. My dad owns a sign shop, and I've been working there since I was probably child labor, like thirteen years old. I've tried to quit, but I keep coming. Back. So <laughs> they keep bringing me back in. <laughs> and last but not least, I, I already mentioned his name, Andy. He can't, he can't uh, understand what a mic does. But Is go this ahead. thing on? <laughs> Check, check. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and that's Andy. He plays bass. And what else do you do, that's Andy? Right. I play bass. I'm gonna do whatever Nate says. Really? You know? That's what, my job. Whatever Nate says. Whatever. So, there you have it, guys. We got we got Dave, Andy, and Nate here. Um, not in any particular order. And uh, right. you guys are all part of. Just hold on, Keith. You guys are all part of what band? What's your band? We have a six-piece, seven-piece ska ska band called the Gringos. Okay. 
Ska's right. Ska's reggae, right? That's kind of reggae. Kind of. It's a Jamaican based, a little faster than reggae as far as our style. But yes. All right, so Nate, Jamaican me crazy. All right. <laughs> you, you play Jamaican music, but you're three gringos. gringos. The whitest dude ever. There dude. we go. That's what I'm looking for. All right. We're from Utah. Putting the so glow back you, in Anglo. You can't call yeah. it. <laughs> So guys, just so you know, we had we had a rapper on um, last year. Also, he was from the is he from Provo? Provo, Provo area. Yeah. Huh. Right. So he was a rapper. So, and he's a white guy. So just because you're a bunch of white dudes from Utah, that doesn't mean you don't have talent. Right. I'm, well, I'm starting. I'm wondering about me. I'm wondering about I'm wondering about Andy. He's sitting uh-huh. there looking confused, and I don't yeah, know if it's totally. I don't know if it's the shots. That's because the look. I think that's it's the, look. the microphone. Okay, <laughs> he's not used to a mic, guys. And for that, we're gonna have him introduce our snaggles because we're not gonna let that go. You know, snaggles. I'd have to say the Hendrix is gonna be the snaggles. Hendrix <laughs> and, and uh, is that how that works? And he's drunk. <laughs> Guys, he had a half a shot of Hendrix <laughs> and two glasses of water. We <laughs> used the booze meter, actually. Did you put that in the drink? All right. So when we do our mask offs, so we give you warm-up questions. This is you guys tuning up before a show. So it's just some questions to get you lubed up and ready for what we're about ready to throw at you. Anybody can answer. Can you drive a stick shift? Yes, sir. Yeah? Yes. Do you make your bed every day? Yes, no. Sir. My wife does. Your wife does? Yes. Yeah, the wife. I, you guys are You're a sexist. <laughs> yeah. 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 I did it yesterday. She just gets to it first. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> you made your bed yesterday? Yesterday. So, so that's like a big deal for you? Yeah. All right, got it. I think, just for the record, this, sloppy song. Guys, I've said this before on every mask up, just for the record, I still think it's useless to make it every day. Continue. Dave, <laughs> song you're embarrassed to make you like? Uh, do you know, I, uh, what is the Dave Matthews crash? You're embarrassed crash? to make you like that song? That's, song's about well, fucking. That's, really? <laughs> yeah. This is like, this is a song that I knew a long, long time ago. Okay. And I, it was, it's, uh, it really kind of hit me. And, I, I didn't it. say song you embarrass and make you cry every time it comes but on. I said song that you embarrass and make you like. I think nowadays uh, song people song. don't know Dave Matthews like 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 you know we did. Okay, that's right. Nate, so, yeah. Nate, same question. Which song am I embarrassed? To admit you like. But oh, I like a. Oh man, I could be embarrassed about liking tons of songs. So what's that one girl's name? The little young one. Uh, oh boy. Oh, Selena oh, Gomez. Okay. Okay. All right, next, next. Yeah, right, right. That is embarrassing. Uh, Andy, how about you? Same question. Well, I can't get embarrassed when I like music. I can't get embarrassed. All right. Um, so like. Teddy Pendergrass, maybe? Emba- you know, what? You embarrassing me? You like Teddy no. Pendergrass? No, I never get embarrassed. I turn like off music. the lights. Right? Right. Yeah. 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 That's a musician. You know you're fucking yeah. shit. And lots of candles. All right. You're out. <laughs> do, you, do you believe man landed on the moon? Yes, yeah. sir. All right. Wait, whoa, whoa. We got two yeses, Andy. Oh. Ask OJ. <laughs> <laughs> He made a movie about it back in the day. You look it up. He made a movie about it. Ask Nate, this one's for you. Your favorite teacher of all time. Teacher like uh, like a school teacher? Your favorite teacher of all time. Yeah, like a, like a school teacher, just to keep it simple. Because I can see you're struggling. No, I don't know. My dad. Your dad was a school teacher? My dad and my mom. No shit. You come from educators. Yeah. So how the hell did you become a musician? Uh, my dad was a violin player. 
and wanted to be a violin player. Those guys in an orchestra and they have college degrees. Right. You, on the other hand, are a musician that travels around and does it's music. That's true. Okay. I do have some college degrees. <laughs> oh, you uh, degrees. <laughs> yeah. Okay, nice, nice. All right. He's living the life they wish they lived. Last That's question wrong. have well, last question for me. Have either of you guys, any of you guys, ever been too shy shy, hush hush, IUI? Kaja Gugu, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm like a, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go around here. Uh, I'm gonna stop. expect these questions. I'm gonna go with Andy. <laughs> Andy, what era do you wish you were born in? Right now, on this show, I wish I was born at this show. <laughs> I wish you could see that. There's a lot of people die because of alcohol abuse, but many more born because of it. Canadians. So. <laughs> Ooh, Nate, ooh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, good. Nate, Nate, which which era do you wish you were born in? I uh, I think I was kind of. Uh, I grew up listening to like the '80s stuff, and I didn't really dig on that type of stuff. I'm more like uh, Zeppelin, early '70s. I think. I think so. I would have been born earlier, like in the early '60s, and then maybe okay. the early '50s or something. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I I would almost say the same thing, like 50s or 60s. I think that was like, if we're talking about music, Mm -hmm. that's like, that's some real music. There's no, uh, you go into the studio, you record your instruments, and that's what it is. Have you heard Kaja (laughs) Gugu? If they couldn't do, if they couldn't make their shit better. It was however it came out. That was it. You know, like, rock and roll was better back then. I think rock and roll was kind of. So going from from your warm up question in the era you wish you were born in. So how do you, and you can act answer collectively, individually, it doesn't matter. Um, how do you get into music? Like what what is it that obviously. I guess Nate, if your family, if your your parents, your dad's into it, right? <clears throat> How do you get into it to take the next step to now suddenly we're let's go perform. I'm gonna get some buddies and make a group. How do you do, how do you how does it happen? I, I had well, I played I had played piano, right? So I had to practice piano. My older siblings practiced, and so I wanted to do it. So I started at four. I wanted like they weren't allowed. We were a Mormon family. We weren't allowed. You know, at five that was the date, I don't know if they told them that was the date or whatever, but <laughs> like, I wanted to play early and as soon as I did, anybody on stage like, that was, man, I thought this is the fuck, that's what I'm doing, I want to do that, I want to do what that guy's doing you know, like Prince, if you saw Prince when you were a kid or something like that, yeah. you were just like they walk on stage and they just demand like, this 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 attention, like, right. it's just cool you know, like yeah. it, could, it was bigger than anything uh, that I had you know that my parents were doing or that people were doing around me i i was sure that's what i was gonna do by the time i was like eight do you guys read music <laughs> all you guys read me so, so at four when you started i mean did you play by ear did you learn no, music i was like playing <clears throat> piano like strictly from a piano uh, teacher you know <laughs> like going so, in. so okay so we had you guys play an original number also you guys played a little bit of uh, something else a cover grateful dead Grateful Dead, <clears throat> Dave, you had a you had a, a mandolin. Yeah. Okay. How do you go from I want to play something manly or something <laughs> tough? <laughs> like a guitar. God damn it! <laughs> wait a minute, that mandolin. Have you seen his petite like hands? His petite hands. You know what? Wait, 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 I have to say something. What, what was that movie with Nicolas Cage? He was like a. Um, you know, he's in the wartime, whatever. He's in, uh, I don't know, Italy or something. And he's got a mandolin. 
and he played a few notes, and the girl that was sitting next to him just like time to take a shot. Ready. Hang on, time to take a shot. Okay, oh, play, play, Oh shit! All right, I'm sorry, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? What movie was it? Anyway, he plays a couple notes on the mandolin, and the girl's ready to just lay on top. Okay. So no, it, it was. That totally uh, works. <laughs> yeah. So. It so was, yeah, it I, was Nicholas Cage I, driven, or I started or playing mandolin to get more sex, pretty much. <laughs> but it's he not really working. Thought it out. It's not really, really working. I don't. I'm, I'm still looking for that right girl. Like, well, the guitar is too bulky. Mandolin, you can just put down a smallie back and pull it out and be like playing it and trying right. to get her to take her shirt off. So, Got it. So I went to a, a local house concert a couple months ago, and a buddy of mine, he, he's got zero musical talent, but he wanted to be in a band, so his buddy's like, here, use this, play this, and all of this is all you have to do. Well, it was the bass. So how do we end up on the bass, Andy? Of course. Damn. Damn it. You just him left and right. You nervous, ain't you, Nate? I used to play guitar, Dave came around, and they moved me to bass. So, so... You guys just kind of started. I mean, as as we we know that Nate started at five. How about you guys? Four. Like, four. And you guys start younger. Do you start later in life? Like, how do? When does that? When does that become a thing for you? Yeah, I I started when I was probably fifteen, and I kind of think that if you're gonna learn an instrument, you gotta start. You gotta start pretty early when you have nothing else to do. You have no responsibility. You have all the time in the world to sit and just play. So, how many instruments yeah. do you play? Uh, I don't know. I had a drum set for a long time. So guitar, mandolin, drums, bass. Obviously, everyone plays bass. My wife plays bass too. Ah, shit. That's rough. Fuck it, you're turning them on each other, man. Shaping, shaping. You break them into Beatles right here. You heard it first, guys. How many instruments do you play, Nate? I was a drummer, so I went to college at the University of Utah playing percussion. I was in the percussion ensemble. I was in the marching band. Played snare drum in the marching band for like four years. There's some you know, words totally we don't say on this podcast. <laughs> goes with that. I was in the marching band in high school because, you know, that's what cool people did. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember those guys. Yeah. Right? Uh, so cool. The, the whole reason that, that Dave got into the uh, mandolin, uh, Dave was, or I'm sorry, Nate was not getting that from no. the. So you played the drums, the guitar, you said the piano? Yes. That's three. That's, yes. And the bass, I mean, and, that's and given. Percussion instruments are like, right. you know, marimbas, uh, whether you play. I played vibes and marimbas for a bunch of years where you have the long mallets. Okay. Know. And then it, a lot of percussion stuff for orchestra. And, stuff. and I'm not trying to be funny, but seriously, with the piano and the percussion, xylophone? Yeah. No problem. Yeah, that's what uh, part of that percussion stuff was. Okay. It's like drums and piano, right? Yeah, it's Mixed all together. kind of the same. Uh, the xylophone is just a piano key that you hit right. with your hands. Okay. Right. So, Andy? So, so it lines no. up the same. Yep. All right. Andy? Well, I started uh, mowing lawns, you know. <laughs> I was wondering what I was going to do and what I learned all weekend. We saw you mowing lawns. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. No, I was a latchkey kid growing up, and uh, it was MTV for me. Okay. Yeah, I'd come home from school and watch MTV, and like Nate said, like just be enamored by what was going on with those guys, you know. So, so how many, how many Christmas instruments? comes along, and just bass, you know. I mow lawns, and... Play bass. Well, I think between yeah. all the the making fun of these guys, you said guitar. 
But then you were booted and made play bass. No, I was just joking. You know, <laughs> I just started on bass. That's Damn all it. I can figure out. You know, everything else is too hard. <laughs> There's only four strings. It's way yeah. better. I bet he could play. I, I bet he could tap a cymbal. Maybe. Yeah. Hey. That's right. Dave, I know you. When you play, you play with your eyes closed. Why? Why is that? I. I think I, I don't know. I mean, this may sound cheesy, but I think it's more about how the the more that you see, the the less that you feel. I don't know. It takes away from a sense. I don't know. Okay, don't know. I've got. I've got. I think just you concentrate just, on your ears, maybe. I think that because I do that too. Like when I'm trying to hear, I close my eyes and you see musicians doing it. Some of them are doing it because they're, ah, you know, looks cool or whatever. Shot. <laughs> oh, these plates. All right. So you close your eyes when you sing and play? I do sometimes. When I'm alone, I a lot of times I close my eyes, but a lot of times it's because if I make eye contact with somebody. I totally fuck up. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. if you're staring at it or you're playing it, I play songs, uh, I try to play romantic songs if it's late at night and there's couples or whatever, and, you, and then and you look up and these girls are looking at you or something, and they're all like, oh, this is a song that I remember from whatever, and, and then, then you forget everything you've done because you start staring around or okay. something's going on. I know, I know we've been giving Andy a bad time for just his bass, but, you know, there's one thing that when I drive around, there's one thing I want in my car. Bass. It's bass, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So, but you don't close your eyes when you play. Like, oh, I do. You know, I think everybody does. It's like is it to get touch into your it nose to... with your finger. Right. You can do it without looking. <laughs> you can barely do it. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, man. <laughs> Walk a straight line, dude. Anyway, you can, I mean, once you can do something without looking at your hand, okay, you sure. close your eyes and it's in your head gotcha. instead of... Yeah. At your hand, Instead, you know, so you can connect with reference. the music a little bit better. I think. You guys have been together, you said, 15 years? And how many different incarnations? Just, well, we have this trio, and this is what basically plays more than anything. Uh, we travel, uh, we do more uh, private gigs. Uh, we kind of typically stay away from bars, but we uh, do take bars if they pay enough, or we're not like necessarily a late night thing or like a dance thing, necessarily more like an apres ski. Okay. Like a, you mentioned at the very beginning <clears throat> that you play for uh, rich people or whatever <laughs> while they're eating their uh, at their eyes wide <laughs> shut party. Right? Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> so, so how do you go from? I got a couple of buddies that I've known for a long time. Now I want to go and I want to move this on to something else and and get paid for it. And then now you end up at these these rich people parties and you're playing. Which guys, if you listen to the beginning, just listen and pay attention because it's beautiful music. And yep. we're we're going to hopefully release something of theirs original also on our SoundCloud. So check that out. But how do you go to that? Like how do you how do you make that transition? Well, I. When we were in the band, we were in a band called Two and a Half White Guys for 15 years. Whoa, 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 whoa. Two, two and a Half White Guys. Two and a half Let's talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk we about it. There oh, we'll, we'll talk about it after this, oh, this shot. After this shot. Oh, my Jesus, I'm falling over. Yeah. <laughs> Delta's making more money than we're making right now, guys. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we're doing this on purpose. All right, go ahead. Two and a Half White Guys. Uh, there were three of us starting out. Uh, the drummer was half white and half Filipino. Okay. And we wanted to name it Three White Guys. We were playing reggae, which is... Jamaican, you know, Jamaican Bob Marley. We were kind of uh, into that, uh, and so the drummer was like, "No, two and a half, because I'm only half a uh, white guy." Oh, Whatever. he called it. He called yeah. it. So you're not racist, then? Don't you know? Yeah, so, yeah. You guys get it. <laughs> so that happened. We got signed onto a label, 
uh, out of Spain, Barcelona, Spain, uh, Megalith Records. Uh, and so Tower Records carried our music uh, for five years. We only had one album on, on the label, uh, to be honest. But that the name stuck. Once we got on the label, it wasn't changing right. from the two right, yeah. white guys. But I actually forgot the goddamn question. What was the <laughs> <laughs> I, my, it was my question, and it was lengthy. Can I, can I answer this? Yes, go, go So ahead. there was a six-piece band. Horns, this is Dave horns drums, uh, guitar, oh, all this shit, right? <laughs> there, it's the this, shots, dude. You're killing me. It's the fucking plane. Oh, my God. called Delta. And this gets to, a band gets to be like a reality TV show, right? Like, people uh, don't get along with other people and all this stuff. Well, little by little, uh, everyone starts dropping out. And then Nate figures out, holy shit, if I just play guitar uh, by myself, I can just get these gigs, and these people are hiring solo gigs, and it's all uh, good-paying, rich doing, people yeah. gigs. Yeah, I was doing okay. a uh, so it's on TV advertising for Two and a Half White Guys. So we were doing a New Year's Eve show for Downtown Alliance in Salt Lake, uh, and the news called, and they said, hey, we want, we're advertising, you want to come in? Okay, I went into the news channel. And sang a song. Okay, we're, we're not taking a shot. I'm sorry. No, go we're ahead. Skipping this plane. <laughs> <laughs> so I played on the news, and somebody approached me after that and said, "Hey, I saw you sing on the news. They just opened the new Montage Resort in Deer Valley. You know that up in Park City, multi-billion-dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. Tucked they, back they in the corner. They hire a bunch of musicians. The owners, there's there's montages all over, but they the owners really like music, so there's live music, tons, and they're like, hey. Uh, can you sing four hours? Do this for four hours, and that was the first experience I'd ever had uh, singing alone and for four hours. So it was like that's a long time. It's scary as shit. Like when so you, you sing and twinkle, twinkle, little yes, star. Any song, hour. Like any song you can think of. <laughs> so you get, ever this whole you thing. Get Mama said, "Knock you out, right?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it opened up a whole bunch of things. So there, there is another world out there. Uh, you know, there's tons of worlds as so, far as music. You know, like, so you, this is this is solo for you at the time, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So then. You go solo and and then decide. I need my buddies, right? Well, it's not. Or as or fun. do you like, have it's them? Better with bass. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I travel and play solo music, and it is you know it's it's money. It's good money. So I go to right. Tahoe. I go to some different places where there's the Ritz Carlton. I'm playing these awesome places, five star resorts, right? And and you make good money, but it's not like touring. It's not like it's totally different. Like if you're in a band and you're in a van and you're driving around to these places, like. It's like you're this thing. It's like you're this unit. You're like, you're, there's because nothing else in the world matters. You're like, you have kids and stuff, but they're back home and stuff. So all this right. kind of kind of comes into where like, it's where this, it is. It's like, you just feel like it's, it's a different thing in the world. And you're just going to these places and you're this unit of music. It has nothing to do with like anything. You show up, you're not a rock star or anything. You just like... You're right. a musician. No one like, else can do what yeah, you have to offer. Right. Traveling right. around it's the country. And Which, uh, Andy, brings me to another question. Y- you mentioned kids. So now you started because your dad is into to music. So what about your kids? Do you, do you, number one, do you have kids? Secondly, are they into the music? I have two kids, and every kid's into music, whether they're playing it or whether they're sure. listening to it. No shot again. <laughs> Guys, mm-hmm. th- this plane thing is ridiculous, so we're going to postpone that for now. We need to get through this podcast. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you jump Am back to... Am I falling to, out of this chair? <laughs> if you jump back to the mask off with the grill guys, you'll understand why. Why? We're kind of short. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, uh, um, Dave, Andy, how about you guys? Your kids? Are they into music? I mean, w- w- what about you guys? 
Well, I know Dave's kid has perfect pitch, so yeah. let's start there. She does, she, but uh, and I, I speak Portuguese. You kids speak whoa, whoa, whoa. Portuguese? The, uh, hold, on, hold on, you speak Portuguese or your kid or both? No, since my kids were born, I just speak Portuguese to them. So, they so they understand. They've never. I mean, they. Guys, they I English. wish you had a video of this because Keith and I are sitting here totally perplexed. <laughs> it looks like it. I've like never I seen. Speak, the... I, I speak Spanish, so I I get it, but my kids. 100% English. I, I was so I couldn't it's speak amazing, Spanish man. to him. It was just it, it frustrated me. Is your wife Portuguese? No, no. So I he <laughs> packed pack through Brazil for a bunch. Like I, just no, I've I've been to Brazil a bunch of times, and I went there Festival. for for the music. Festival. Have you been tested soon? <laughs> the festival's off the I've hook. I've been to the carnival twice. Carnival. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't, he ain't playing around. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I. It, it was it was decided that uh, a, a bilingual, uh, you know, re- being raised bilingual is better for uh, for reading and for. Uh, he doesn't speak English. To make money help. in the future, let's be honest. Here. Yeah. Well, not with Portuguese, because you know, really, who speaks Portuguese? Apparently, you can't. All of Brazil and all <laughs> of Portugal. All of your house. Last time I checked, Brazil's one that is the places. biggest country in South America, right? That speaks Portuguese. It, it okay. Is. It is. All right. I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. So, you're, you, uh, Andy uh, said we that you. Andy said that your your daughter had perfect pitch, oh, but I was asking. Right. Do, do your kids play any music instruments the, other than singing? I mean, singing is beautiful. No, we start we started them on piano, and uh, they just kind of lost interest. So I figured I don't want to I don't want to push it on them. Yeah, right. And so they quit piano, and that, that's they're singing uh, in that, Portuguese. That's, they listen to a lot of music, but that's it. So they're fluent in Portuguese, the, mostly, kind of. A Most, little bit. Yeah. They're as, young. As much as I am, okay. young, which is, you know, okay. pretty okay. good. So are you just teaching them swear words from Carvo? Like, <laughs> I want to see your breast <laughs> or how much of a lap dance. You have seen Carnival, all right? Yeah, that, yeah right, right. Is that all I'm going to wear all night? Old. You don't have anything, do you? I mean, is this the shit you're teaching your kids? Or are you teaching them, you know, functional words from Portuguese? No, it, it's mostly it's mostly the bad stuff. Okay, thank yeah. you for being yeah. honest. Perfect. These kids are homeschooled. <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah, they'll get by. The, the whole streets. other topic, on right? the streets, yeah. In the, in the favelas, look at by just fine. We might run into politics if we start talking. Any hockey fans here? No. No, me neither. Until this year, I watched all the fucking the, the Capitals and the Vegas Knights. I thought that was an awesome. Some bitch in first year in the league and you make it to the finals. I got into that fucking hockey. I've been missing out, man. Can Don't I, the finals last forever? Yeah, yeah they like do. Three, so, months like three months or something? I, so if I you're not, know. you're not okay. None of us are really into hockey. How about basketball? Anybody into basketball? basketball? Okay, I'm gonna take. I gotta, I gotta divert us for just a moment because I wanted to bring this up. And if I wait another week, it's gonna be way too long. Oh boy. That is <clears throat> this finals with NBA, NBA finals, uh, the 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 Cavaliers and the Warriors. I've seen a lot of people post stuff about um, Dirk Nowitzki never complained when he went up against three All-Stars and he won. Kobe Bryant who went up against uh, Kevin Garnett, uh, Rajon Rondo, and Paul Pitt. Come on. Ray Allen Number one, if, you, if you're going to use that as a comparison, you're downgrading what the Golden State Warriors are. Am I correct? I agree. Because that team is amazing. The, the Golden State Warriors would have beat any one of those teams that I just mentioned. Not Celtics. 
They wouldn't be any one of those teams that I just mentioned, including the Celtics. This the '97 Celtics. He's going Celtics, he's going Jazzy, and Carry and shit, he's going. And it, my point is, LeBron went up against one of the best teams in NBA history in yeah. the Golden State Warriors. So you cannot compare them to the, the Celtics of, of, what was that, 2008? Eight. Eight. You can't compare them to the, the Spurs uh, with uh, um, Duncan. Duncan. Or the general. These stupid. Uh, Admiral. Yeah, sorry. sorry. That same thing. <laughs> <Man, laughs> it's on a fucking boat. Hendrix and all that. Anyway, my point is <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a terrible comparison. <laughs> it's a terrible comparison, so stop doing She's it. Just Let's just say that he got beat by the Golden State Warriors. But the reason I brought up the Capitals is because they won the championship on the 40th anniversary of the Washington Bullets, who are yes. now the Wizards, yep. winning their championship, which is kind of fucking weird, man. Which, where are the Bullets? Washington. Or the Wizards, yeah, I'm right. saying, or the Wizards. They're nowhere to be found. Anyway. You know, I a question I got, and I want you guys to fucking talk to me about this. How the fuck do you become a royal family? These motherfuckers, that queen doesn't do shit. The fucking prime minister does shit. And so all of a sudden now I'm a royal fucking family because I say so and I got all the jewels and shit. How did that happen? How is she a fucking royal? She doesn't do shit. The queen doesn't fucking run shit. kind of pisses me off. Now these motherfuckers are... Prancing around and fucking Anson Martins and shit with jewels and hope diamonds and shit. It's old money. It's old money. So are we no. the Vanderbilt? Are they fucking kings and queens? They don't say shit. They stay in the lane, make shitty fucking jeans in the eighties, and, <laughs> <laughs> and they mind their business. Yeah, what happened to Jabo? Right, right. Whoever the fuck that was, right? But I just don't understand how in the hell are they kings and queens and royal family? I, who anoints them? Their grandfather did because his grandfather did and his grandfather right, right. did. So did they just grab all the shit after the war and yeah. say, "Oh, mine, 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 mine"? Absolutely. Yeah, that that's some shit that bugs me, man. You know. All right. So for musicians, you guys, who writes the songs? Do you guys all write the songs together? What? Wait. Well, hold on. Before you answer that question, let me ask you this: You did a cover and you've done some original. Do you do more original or do you do more cover? It depends on which band we're playing. So if we're if we're in a trio, we're hired. Uh, most of the time we play at like ski resorts and stuff like that. So we play uh, to keep the people in the place to sell beer after the resort is closed. Like that's our job. And we made this. So we're uh, talking summertime. Summertime or in the summertime we still play at all the resorts. And we're sure. there to sell their... We, as a trio we basically do covers and what people come up and say, can you play this song? Can you play this song? Yes. Have you ever been asked to play It's Tricky by Run DMC? <laughs> To rock around, to rock around, that's right on time. It's tricky. See, musicians, you fuckers got to know all types of music. I like that. Anyhow, go ahead. I had Adidas when I was like six years old. Oh, shit. Go ahead, brother. The Fat Boys, dude, that was a cool one. Kill it. Say, yeah, that era. So it's whatever the room wants. If the room is the rich people. It's up to the audience. Yeah, with this, with the trio type of thing, with our band and our original band, it's like we put a product... And we say, here, this is us. Come check us out. Like, here. And we have, you know, if they're fans, if they're Scott fans, if they're whatever, they come and see us play. Here, we're more uh, hired to entertain a room of folks that aren't yeah. there to see us. They don't give a shit who we are. They just want to hear good music. Right. And we kind of do that. But we use that to fund. Okay. You know? So so you mentioned Scott, right? So yes, talk to I me. Know. Talk to me. 
So, what the hell is it? No. Well, okay, before he answers, <laughs> let me tell you what I have in my mind, and then you can fix it or, or destroy it or whatever. One of my, it's my second favorite group behind Pearl Jam, is No Doubt. Pearl Jam's your number one favorite group? Number one. Okay. Second is No Doubt. And I've always understood that that's ska because of the horns and it everything was. like that. Okay, yeah. right. Well, okay, we're not talking Gwen Stefani on her own. Where now she's uh, <laughs> hip hop or whatever the hell she is. They had a Something. horn section when they started. That's no what doubt. I'm saying. Like yeah. the original, no doubt. So ska, for what I understand, what I was told at one point is because it has a horn. Well, what is? Talk to me about ska. If you want to talk about no doubt, I think no doubt would be categorized in like a third wave. Ska. Okay. So ska kind of came around in the 70s, I would well, say. No, like in Jamaica, they would get the radio broadcasts from America, right? and they couldn't dance to it. So they had to put the skank in there. And so it was pretty much, you know, 50s and 60s American yeah. music. What's your definition of skank? What's your definition of skank? like in any reggae, there's the, the, the off, off, off beats. Oh, so skank by the Right. Skink where I come from is a little that's different. Right. Oh, I didn't know if it was like somebody got up started singing. You're like, that's a skank up there. Right, my bad. All right, go ahead. That happens. That happens. <laughs> so, so it starts back that far back then. That far back. Yeah, me. it's before reggae. Oh, yeah. yeah. So reggae was kind of formed. Bob Marley is kind of the godfather of reggae. Kind of took what they were doing with ska. And flipped it. Kind of slowed well, it down. he started as ska. Yeah, if you look for early Bob Marley, he's got a suit on and I short I saw hair. that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Bob Marley's a remix of ska. No, he's one of the starters. Yeah, like, uh, I thought uh, ska was before reggae. Yeah. Yes. He started as so ska he's a remix. when he was a kid. So Ray May, reggae is Ray May. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Hendrix is kicking my ass. Take, it, take another shot. Ray May. So... Reggae is the remix of ska, slowed kind of down a version, like a slowed down, more version. of a commercialized even. Yeah, like an. Um, it uh, works for America, kind of. Yeah. So with that, all right, you guys, and you say you're three and a half guys, or you the white guys, 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 or you <laughs> fucking <laughs> bunch of white guys and a mandolin, three white guys, right? Three white guys and a mandolin. You're the gringos, right? That's awesome. But with that, you know your music. My man here talked about the Fat Boys. My other man jumped all over, you know, fucking Teddy Pendergrass, you know. You guys know your music, so you 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 can morph into anything you need to be for the audience. If you walk out on stage, you got a bunch of you know East LA locals. You guys can go and do your thing and play some 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 low rider or play some uh, yeah I don't know play some average like white band or whatever. <laughs> but, but, like but you could do that. You could do that. You know, here's here's what I figured out. So I went to the University of Utah, okay, and I studied jazz. So I got a degree in jazz performance. Damn. And from what I figured out is if you have the roots, if you have all your, uh, what you're working with, I can, I can play some country solos. I can play some, some reggae music. So I can jump into a ska band. And I think, I think, uh, the more you understand music and know how to work it, then... And there it is. So first of all, Lottie fucking die for you. Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Lottie fucking die, okay? But with that, all right, so let me ask you a real question on like Robert Johnson. Oh. Brains on Brad. Yeah, right, right. Did, did, <laughs> did you study people or did you study just the, trend, the transition of the music? Or you, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just listened to something on, on Robert Johnson and, and how he was a shitty 
guitar player and he went away for 18 months and he came back and he was a great guitar player and it turned out you know he said he sold his soul to the devil did you guys study shit like that or did you just study musical instruments and, and the progression of jazz I think it's cool come on Mr. Fucking I got a degree <laughs> okay okay let me let me do this I wish I would have done that okay because I went to school and I it was all scholarly you know you know learn your scales learn all your all your uh, technical shit but really, I mean that helped, and it, it all it all it all worked for me. But it's all about forgetting all that, and and learning and learning the musicians that you like and learning gotcha, uh, gotcha. the style. Learning so what you can, the rules you can break. So everything I learned, a lot of that is pushed to the back, and I've I've learned from what I've learned. So it's not applicable when you get into the real world. Right, exactly. Gotcha. Most yeah. like anything learned in college. Right. Yeah, you, you don't apply it. No, no jazz, <laughs> no real jazz musician went to college and studied jazz. Does right. that, you know? Yeah. So, so with that, how many, how many instruments can you guys, can you pick up any instrument essentially? I know you had a, I had a conversation with my daughter about the violin, but can you pick up any instrument and just play it? Or does it, no. will it take you a second? Like, cause I've heard people say, well, I understand notes and that so it's all easy if we could just go but I, yeah, I've had a hard time buying into that shit so are there any instruments that you can pick up and just go versus ones that you're like ooh shit I am not going to touch that well horns are way different so when I was in high school I was a drummer but I wanted and I played the piano too but I wanted to learn everything so every instrument there was I tried to learn a scale or I learned Mary Had a Little Lamb on everything so the flute trombone the clarinet saxophone anything I could get a hold of I was trying to learn and that, man, wind instruments are hard as shit. And trombones, this is like another world. So each instrument is totally different. I would start playing a trombone and like pass out. Because I, <laughs> you have to blow so hard into these things. And you're just like, oh, I'm the coolest fucker. I can play drums and shit. I'm rad as shit. And then you pick up a clarinet and you're like, mm. you know, you don't know how hard that shit is and how difficult it is. But I tried to learn the smallest amount I could. And you realize what you can do. Like I, I feel comfortable with sticks in my hand or I feel comfortable with a guitar in my hand. But I feel really awkward, like holding this, or or I feel really awkward, like this is natural. Like Dave is natural when he plays a guitar. It's like his hands were born to do that shit, and and that's it just happens. And he knows that he doesn't know it necessarily outwardly, but in, you know he knows I'm just doing what I'm. Right. Will you, will you, will you say something positive about Andy? <laughs> you know, Andy's a good-looking guy. You know hey, what? Man, I just make them say Andy's the best dresser out of all of us. You know, no, wait, wait, wait a minute. Truth be told, I'm going to pick you up, Andy. Truth be told, a bass player, that's the line of the song. You know what I mean? Like, he, he holds you... St- he holds you still. You guys, the fucking lead guitar goes over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, the mandolin, they can he's stop the... and eat <laughs> right during a song. Right, because some of the yeah, some of the songs do. I like over time is, is a fucking baseline, right? Yeah. I, I I have two questions for you. Um, one for you, Nate, specifically, since you play both. The piano is it uh, is it a percussion or is it a stringed instrument? I think it's you would call it a string, but it's a percussive string because you're hitting something that's hammering the string. Okay, so yeah, you said it's both string. and didn't answer my question. <laughs> Second, for any of you guys that write I'll music, does, does, the, <laughs> does the melody come first or does the um, the words come first when you write a song? I've always been curious as to that because I can hear an instrumental song and I can fucking put words in it all day long. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Oh, that goes there, that goes there, that goes there, and I can make my own song, but just to have words and put it into a melody 
That seems harder can, to me. Can I can I answer this? You have a yeah. mic. Yeah. So this needs a shot. So I'm all polite and shit. <laughs> and a teacher, me, me teacher. I've got melodies. I can think of some melodies. I can put some chords to it. And I've tried writing lyrics, and they all sound forced. They all okay. sound like shit. Shit. And when Nate writes lyrics, when I've listened to CDs that Nate's recorded. They flow. It all flows so well that no words stand out. You can tell when you hear bad lyrics that words just stand out and they, it's, I don't know, it's okay. really annoying. Does you're, this make sense? No, no. And, and that's no, what no, no, no. You're a musician. And so when, when you talked yeah. about, when you talked about forced words, <laughs> when you talk about, he said I'm going to drink some, I had a motherfucking drink. You know we got drinks out here. <laughs> but when you, when you say forced words, can you give me an example? I know. I, I think I just I have nothing to write about. It's all I I it's can write story, instrumental yeah. stuff. When I can write some lost like Nate has. <laughs> yeah, the shit just comes Nate, out. You know? Nate's been through some shit. <laughs> so is Nate the oldest in the group? <laughs> I am. You've had life so experiences. So, so fuck <laughs> these guys. I'm the oldest in the podcast. <laughs> fuck that. Well, I'm, I'm what, with you. I'm with you, Nate. <laughs> no, but seriously. So when you talk about forced lyrics, so you can listen to a song and be like, ah, that was something they had to put in there to make it fit the melody. It's yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I hear a, I hear a lot you, you of hear that too. Oh, yeah, a yeah. lot of lyrics that just do not they don't work. And other lyrics that I have maybe sometimes I have no idea what they're saying, but they all flow so well. And for me, I don't listen to lyrics. And uh, and so when it flows, it works. But if I can start picking out lyrics I, I, this is a weird. I, I no, should, no, I should talk, stop talk, talking. brother, talk. No, go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really interested it's, in this. It's intriguing because for us, okay, we're a couple of idiots that do a podcast, right? And so for us, we know when we're flowing and when everything's good, and we, and we know it's great, right? There are moments when the both of us, Keith and I, we struggle a little bit yep. to flow with each other. Yep. But. Other people that hear us don't know that we're struggling, but we, we know it. So I, I'm, that, that's how I'm that's trying to re, re, I'm oh, trying yeah. to relate this. But you say ro- even songs on the radio. For me, anything I hear on the radio has passed the test. It's supposed to be there. Everything flows right. I sing like I'm the best singer in my car. Like it's perfect, right? <laughs> right. But you can pick that shit out. That's what you're telling me. Well, that's what Nate's telling you. That's what Nate's telling me. Okay, so then I'm confused there. Well, let, let me ask all three of you this, and whoever wants to take it, take it. But what? Or to go on what you said, Dave, yeah. what is a perfect song? When you listen to it, you're like, the melody's perfect, the lyrics is perfect. People will always, you know, they'll pull up the Beatles. You know what I mean? They wrote perfect songs, or Aretha. Perfect pitch, to go back Andy to that. Andy just shook his head no on the Beatles. Yeah, man, that just oh, changes. Yeah, I'm just saying what people yeah. say. It depends on uh, what your mood is. That, that, or, or like what's happened. I, what's I, but if you shook your head on the Beatles and the specific oh, song, no, people never. are talking about something. People are talking about a Hey Jude. I know, but sometimes I don't want to hear that. I understand but sometimes that. sometimes I really want to hear that. Okay. okay. You know, that's Makes all sense. I'm saying. Yeah, song but there's there's days that okay. I there's days that I want to get in a fight, so I'll put on something that I want to get in a fight. There's right. days that I, I want to scratch you. <laughs> I'm gonna oh. scratch him. I wish I was tall, so I put on rap music, right? <laughs> I wish I was taller. <laughs> was a baller. So I so not that you're shaking your head to the Beatles, yeah, you're just shaking your head to the yeah, moment. Yeah, you can't put it, your finger on it. Yeah, like you can't that, say you know? one thing is right and one thing is wrong because okay. you feel good one day, you feel bad one day. You know, songs are different, and 
we're all different. So if I if there was three Nates sitting here, it would suck. I agree. The music would suck. I no Nate. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but so oh like it's every God. every band is like a puzzle. You know, one person does one thing. Yes. Kick ass, and the other does like you like if you watch Dave play the guitar, you're like, fuck. How the, how does somebody do that, mm-hmm. right? That's one part of the puzzle of a band, and then you want a drummer, you know, the drummer plays, and, and each one of those guys adds a different thing, but that drummer is probably not going to be as awesome if he comes up and plays the bass, or, you know, like we all just make a, a, a certain puzzle that fits together to do what we're doing. Right. And every music that, you know, that you hear, that you relate to, that has the same uh, puzzle put together in that way to make you feel that way. And Dave, you started at 15, so I 15. mean, 15. Yeah, I didn't probably. say 50. What's the other five you no, thought I, I said? 15. <laughs> I said 15 the first time. Did you think I said something else? <laughs> yeah. I mean, either I said 15 or I said 50. Okay. <laughs> I go, Dave, you started at 15. He goes 15. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, yeah. fucking 80. And he said, no, 15. <laughs> Problem is, that you're hard to understand. No, no, no. Hard to understand. <laughs> All right, so anyhow, you started at 15. So you were pretty dedicated from 15 until whatever you are now, 35, 33, 38, whatever. Whatever it is. We won't let the ladies know. 27. Yeah, 26, right? Yeah, yeah. 18, no, right? A lot of great. So you, you, you were pretty dedicated. Huh. And, and, and <laughs> How many kids does one have? Wood, the last time I counted, had 27 and a half Holy kids. That's right. Holy and I'm only crap. 25. I like oh, the fuck. So you became pretty dedicated to get to that. All right. Was that all a culmination of getting into a band? I mean, what what is the reason for you to get as good? Because Native said several times how good you are at guitar. <laughs> That's a tough question. Okay. But uh, no, I think uh, I I think even today, uh, it's it's all about it's all about just progressing, and and getting better and experimenting and whatever. So. So, like, like Nate was kind of saying earlier, uh, how us as a band, we all show up and and we play together, and it's a unit. And I I swear to you, it doesn't matter if there's five people out there or if there's 500 people out there, yes. whatever. Yes. It's as soon as we start playing. I don't I don't care, I don't care. It's all about. Uh, it's all about just trying some new stuff and and playing some music and you know, so so that's that's from from 15 to however old I'm gonna get. It's just always gonna be you can't master trying it. some yeah. You, you there's no way there's no way to like, to reach like a, there's no way to reach a satisfactory point. So are of, you trying then each time you go out there to do something? Maybe a little different or a little better than the time before. Better. It, Taking risks, yeah, basically. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully. <clears throat> or it's because if you're not, you're just you're not going. It's just the same. Yeah. Oh, going through the motions. Yeah. People ask for songs. Same shit. Coming up. And we're like, this track. Well, this track. Yeah. and we do like, on the spot. On the yeah, spot. On the spot. Like if we can pull it up, or if we can see it, or if we know the chorus, you know that everybody sings. Like mm-hmm. everybody, the hook to the song. Like if we can do that, we'll loop it a couple times. Back that ass up, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. I'm raising my hand. So we're so we're so we're at the studio, uh, like what a couple week, couple weeks ago or something, and and I'm trying to lay down this uh, uh, guitar solo, um, and Nate says, Dave, you ever you ever think about just writing a solo? 
and playing the same solo every time because that's what people want to hear. If they listen to a CD, they want to go to a show and listen, then, you know, that's, that's the solo they know. That's the solo they want to hear, like Pearl Jam. Yeah, you can, well, you you can sing along to every Pearl right. Jam guitar solo. I was solo. going to say uh, uh, the Eagles, um, Hotel California. Yeah. They, Everybody knows. Oh I know, God, Keith, yeah, that's you... not your favorite, but however... Everybody knows that riff in there, right? They're like, here it comes, here I go. Yeah, I've had a bad day, man. I've had a bad day, man. But if you go to a if you go to a Pearl Jam or a Eagles concert, whatever, and they don't play that solo, you're kind of disappointed. Like if they don't play the song that you know from the CD, right? You're kind of like, hey, what, what the fuck? Like I, that's what I came here to. Here is that song. You know, funny you say that because the brothers are gonna come down on me. Um, I went to the Journey concert and I was afraid. I, I, I wasn't afraid. I was pissed when they didn't play "The Girl Can't Help It" or um, "I'll Be All Right Without You." I was pissed they didn't play those fucking songs. Andy, let me ask you a question. You guys been together 15 years. What keeps you together 15 years? I think the fact that we can rely on each other. We can rely on each other. We trust each other. We know that we're going to be available for each other. Eagles never play a part, then. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? I'll be there five minutes before. Eagles, late late is a different thing, but Eagles don't play a part for you. Oh, yeah, it's all ego-driven. It's (laughs) ego-driven. It's the, so it's I, the I watched you guys. Of the egos I watched you guys warm up, and everybody was kind of doing their own thing, getting tuned that up or whatever. Beautiful. Yeah, that was and then when they did that. the next thing I knew, at least for me, you guys are all playing together. Well, it's like somebody like, hit a fucking note. They all fucking around doing whatever, and it sounded like I don't know, confused chaos. And then somebody hit a note, and everybody came in together, and it was a fucking song. And then they started singing and shit. And that's pretty much uh, what what this band is. So there like you go. When we you guys play shit and someone sings and it's all good. Yeah. 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 Note, right? Well, we've also been together so long that if they're mannerisms, and you know, like when you're playing, you do eye contact, like, hey, we're going to this change or we're doing this. And so now, and after a while, it's not even a manner. Like I won't look to Andy anymore because he's like. Like, I already know that gotcha. shit's coming up. Like, and uh, if I see Dave and his eyes are closed and he's soloing, I know the expression on his face when it's coming to an end. You know what I mean? Like, ah, okay, I don't even have to, he doesn't have to tell me. Just by the way they're standing there, I know what's coming up. Eye contact, you know? like, yeah, like, like, put your leg over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a basketball team. Right there. Alright, so I, I want the question answered. The, the whole. Is it music first? Is it lyric first? Dave kind of alluded to it a little bit, but or is it just random? Was it the chicken? Hmm? Or was it the egg? <laughs> <laughs> no, I Is that what it's like? There's no, I think there's a million ways to write songs. So you can't say that there's one way to write a song. This is how you write a song. You know, some people write a poem and then they put that poem, uh, they write a song and they put that poem on top of some music. Or some people write a catchy uh, hook? hook with music and then you're like oh you gotta write some lyrics to this song so it's different like if I've done it in totally different I've experimented so many different ways like writing songs so I carry around a, a pad of paper and when I was in school I was writing poems and I was writing lyrics or I would go home and I'd turn on my phone and record something like this sure. yeah. and then I would go to school and be like and I would start punching in lyrics to the, to the, to the song. So there's just many, I think there's... Andy clowned you earlier on talking about you, you wrote something off your heartache or whatever. <laughs> what, what, what happened with that? <laughs> oh, I, my first wife... 
Nuff yeah. said. Yeah. Nuff yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got We've covered that a few times on this book. Yeah, I yeah. got a whole album. Right? That, that'll run you through it, man. That That's a double me, album. Uh, made me want to take the band. We were like, because oh, I, I don't want to be in home, right? Because it was like, I, I was around. She was around. And I, that was like the time when I was like, well, we're going to tour now. Like, that was the early 20s. Like, we're, we're going to tour. We're going to get the hell out of Utah. Yeah. And we're going to stay out of Utah, you know? And I, I think I, I was young and I was still trying. You just write from whatever's happening in, in that time. Like, this happened to me today so I'm writing a song about it and this happened to me the next day I'm writing a song about right, it you right. know and that's kind of how I that whole album was written but I, you know there's different ways of that, but that was more of an experience you for guys- me uh, you know I'll bring an idea to the band practice and it'll get so much better after what they do to it okay you know because so, they're I mean, crazy ideas yeah <laughs> example, example though. Example. So Andy will come up and say, "Look, here, write these chords down." He'll have like five chords written, and then he'll say, "Like here, we're, we're that's a, what I'm hearing. We're going to E, we're going to D, we're going to C, and then we're going to something, and then we're going to something." I'm like, "Cool, cool, cool." And so, and then we play that, and I record on my phone, and then I go home and I sit down and I push play, and then I'm like, uh, "That's where the loop, where the lyrics come in." Okay. And then I start writing lyrics, and then we go back to the next time and, and, and we put that song together. So, so as you feel the music, the lyrics come. Yeah. In, in this in case, way, in, yeah. in, when, when Andy comes says, to you with something. Hey, I've been jamming this. What do you think about this? Or, you know, and we write it down. We have like uh, dry erase boards, and we write down chords. And so we play through, uh, you know, this chord section. We'll all play it. So we're all sitting there looking at the chord section, and we're all playing through it. I'm like, what do you feel like here? What do you feel like here? Should we hold this chord? longer because uh-huh. this chord's badass oh it's giving me the chills let's hold 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 that shit right okay. there now oh, then we'll go to the i've gotten right text messages from nate like oh listen to this he has to play something he sends it right over yeah, yeah the cool thing about iphones is like you can like, oh you have it like if i'm driving home from park city or something and i don't listen to the radio because i'm because i fuck your shit up yeah just like <laughs> you'll hear it all the time so i just try to have weird silence and let your brain go and then then you go home and you're like, and you're like hurry and record that shit and then right. record that and then you have it and then you send it and so, you're like oh if you change it you guys travel you guys tour where have you been where, where do you go with this I mean you talk about hopping in a van and going places yeah, we've been all over the US we've been over the US like 10 times at least you know we've everywhere we have, we have never played in like North Dakota I don't think we've we played, played in North Dakota South that's the only way we've played in South Dakota but not North Dakota <laughs> Your next album should be called Band in North Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's fucking awesome. So what are some of your interactions with the locals there? I mean, you go to small towns, you you know, you're drinking. How's that work? You got got a one-cop town or whatever the case? Yeah. Oh, they're the best, dude. We're kind of a partier guys, too, or musicians, and we might smoke weed or something. Maybe, you know, maybe it's different in different towns, but sometimes there's one cop... Uh, in the town and, and we're not used to that and the, he'll be in the bar and he will help us he'll drinking? Be, yeah oh yeah no he's not drinking okay, no, no. Right. He's, uh, he's friends with everybody there and he's testing people as they go out you know don't please don't drive you're you're not able to drive you know you know he tested our whole band one time in California Truckee and Truckee? Truckee California it's right over past Reno okay right up on the past the Donner right around the Donner thing he was Pointed to this guy. He's like, this one's be the one driving, you know. And we were like, pointing to Dave. Yeah, and he was the most drunk. 
<laughs> Dave is like I blew with love. Still, still okay. a bad idea. Still, yeah. But you got him home. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Right. You've been in, so you've been all up and down the Northeast, Chicago, all that yes, stuff, man. Yeah, Chicago. Uh, all, I think small towns are the coolest. But we go to big towns. You know, you play in L.A. or if you play Seattle or something, bands are plenty. Yeah, like, there's right. A band for every stupid person out there. But if you go to little towns. There aren't any bands. They remember you. They remember yeah. you, and we. So we would play little towns you've never Every heard the name. Every six months, little Pennsylvania towns or whatever, and we would go there, and we would make sure we go back to that same little right. town because all those people were like, "This band's coming back," and it's the cutest thing that's ever happened in this town. Sure. It's Friday night or whatever, and you have three hundred people show up, and you're like the biggest stars you've ever thought possible but yeah. then you walk out and you're a nobody again you well know, if like, they have like a local radio station or a college then and they're you get all a radio you. play while you're gone then every time you come back it's bigger and better yeah damn yeah, it's, it's kind of DIY that way it's, yeah. it's personal you get to know the people the people you know you interact with them you go to San Francisco and no one gives a shit you play <laughs> and then you load up and you leave yeah, and it's it all a pain in bands, the fucking so ass bands. and I never want to go like, hey asshole is this your extension cord <laughs> <laughs> so what's your what's your what's the best venue or the best place you've ever been to play that you want to do that again if you haven't and if you have you know why like what's that best that There's your favorite ones, one you know we played we played a Scott festival in Victoria on Victoria Island in Canada in front of thousands of people and we were just like this is what it's about like the it was a whole travel situation. It was the whole being there. They were all about us. We sold everything we had. Like they were just eating it up. Like we're taking our CDs, our T-shirts, everything, you know. And then so you're like, I'm about to fucking blow up. This yeah, is it. This is, is happening it, right dude. now. We I'm are, moving to Canada. We I'm fucking I'm Jimmy Page, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, Playing in sure. the backyard by the airport ain't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. What, what, what about for you, Dave? I, I, Dave? I mean, what, what's what's it for you? What, where have you been that's like, I want to come here again, or, or I can, if we ever come back here, it'll just never be the same. It's that good. I. <sighs> Here, take a shot at this. No, no yeah. <laughs> Such a perplexing question. Yeah, right. There's so many places, man. I think there's there's cool vibes in every no, place. I, the, like, it's it's true. I uh, the big cities. I'm not into big cities. It doesn't matter how many people are there or not, whatever. But uh, uh, we played a little town, uh, Petrolia, which is I don't know if, who's even heard of this little town. It's off northern coast of California, and it's. The drive there is amazing. Being there, the people are amazing, and I, I, I don't know. I think uh, the the more people that are just there having fun, and you get the energy from the people, and it all just it all just puts into a good show. So hold on, hang on one sec here. So it sounds to me like the best um, venues for you guys is where the people are the most. Oh yeah, into it. Or, yeah, or you get the better vibe, right? Yeah. So have you been? Shows. Have you been to that place where the people aren't into it? And what do you do? Too many no. times. <laughs> Too many times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rifle Colorado. It's you know, it's rifle? Oh, oh yeah, I'm not playing there. No, we played there, <laughs> and uh, it was like uh, this is gonna go over like a fart in church. That's, the guy in the pawn shop said that. Like we were buying a PlayStation for the van in the shop, and he's like, "Hey, you're playing in town." I'm like we're playing over in that bar over there, and he's like, "What kind of music you play?" And we're like ska, kind of reggae. And he's like, "Oh shit, that's gonna go over like a fart in church." Uh-huh. That's all he said to us, and it did. Yeah, it was he's like, like "Boy." 
I'm going to go get my shotgun. Hey, motherfucker, this is called rifle. Right you can't get a shotgun. That's cheating. Yeah, there are some places where you... Chicken you Yeah, you're coming through just because you're coming through. And so this is where we're ending up. We're gonna, we need some money. Right. We're going to play here. And, you know, they, it's a country western place. Or it's different. Or, you know, we played in places uh, uh, like a... Was that place in Indiana? We played a brothers club in Indiana, and the guy came out and asked us if we were white supremacists, and we didn't. The brothers did, right? We had an American flag on our keyboards to hide the barrel it was sitting on. <laughs> so we had a barrel that the key, the what, what kind of uh, it's like a gallon, fifty no, gallon kind of keyboards, fifty five gallon, yeah, drum for no, the kind of, yeah, it was a big huge barrel. So we had an American flag and, and we were in Indiana. And, and because you had an American flag, they thought you were supremacist. They thought we were all we had shaved heads, but only because it was hot. It was like summertime, <laughs> and they thought we were skinheads or something. So the guy came out and he's like, "So I just want to talk to you for a second and and we're okay, cool." Can you take the American flag? I mean, yeah, we'll do whatever you want. Like, we don't even understand. It took him for a while to realize what he was saying because we're so stupid, you know? <laughs> White supreme. Oh, shit, this dude thinks we're Nazis, dude. No. Okay, anyway, it's cool. It's we're playing reggae. We're playing reggae. We're playing reggae. <laughs> it's cool, dude. Wait, wait. Are you... you. Um, yeah, my name's Dave. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, right. I like that. That was, that was nice. That was nice. All right. You're more, but it, it seems to me in talking to you, you you a lot about the experience. Like you talk about driving in Northern California, you talk about this and, and what's the experience like of shaving an alpaca? What, what's, what's, <laughs> what's that like? Because when I understand you're on an alpaca farm or a sheep, I, I don't know. Are you intimate with them? Are you lonely? Are you lonely tonight? You know, Help me on me. Here, here, here's the process. Go ahead. Right, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta haul them up. Which means, like, you get this halter around their head so that you can control them. They're a gimp. Right? Got it. Yeah, you got to get... <laughs> gimp them out. You lead them in get the gimp. to the pads. Yeah. The, the pads. You're going to like this. And it's pretty much, you get your right foot around their back legs. Okay. You here reach we, up around, here I come, here like, I come. around their underside. Uh-huh. And then I'm you pretty just... pretty sure I've watched shows that start this way, but... <laughs> I think Stormy Daniels has... Uh, she does an alpaca. You can watch Pulp Fiction, okay? Have you guys have been to Tijuana? Yeah, I've been... Oh, yeah. Some alpaca shows. Yeah. Donkey for me. I, no, I no. think the funnest is is uh, now. Okay, I don't I don't actually do the shearing, but I tackle them down. The fun part. The fun part. Okay. So when you when you tr- when you tackle them down, you got to make sure your legs in the right place so they don't kick and kick in, in those hurt. places. They, they're dangerous. Dave, and why are we doing this? What are you doing with it? What are you doing with it? the fur or the hair? Uh, it's called fiber. Oh, excuse oh. me. Okay, yeah. Yeah. he's got yeah. a degree. You yeah. got to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Alpaca fiber is expensive. Now, uh, we, we could do a whole show on alpacas. So I don't know if we want to get into this, Let's but alpacas, got, alpaca fiber is amazing. What do you use it for? He puts it on his balls, it sounds like. Yeah, it's, it warms my balls People at night. make clothes that out. <laughs> Are you cold? Uh-uh. <laughs> Alpaca brown. <laughs> what, do you, what do you use? Al- Alpaca, okay. Well, I, <laughs> he may never get through this story. Yeah, huh? Alpaca fiber is like ten times warmer than wool. So... 
You you make you make hats out of it. You make sweaters. You make whatever you want. Alpaca rugs. Um, it's all amazing. It's all soft. Wool is all you know scratchy uh-huh. and shit. So you don't sell a, me. Don't sell me. A, I'm not so, in bed. I don't want right. to bed. I mean, we've got alpaca hats for sale. So I am trying to sell you. But uh, <laughs> we have these alpaca hats for 14.95. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one get a second one half price. And my my wife takes this. She oh she bought she, in. She carts it. Is your wife an actual alpaca? She runs the show. Dave's just a worker. There. All right. Yeah, I just do the middle labor. She does, uh, but she carts it, spins it, and and everything. Bam. Now I know this is all foreign to you guys. Yes, sir. Girls are all like, you yes, know, sir. Girl, <laughs> city folk. Yeah, girl. Every half pack of fucking jacket. <laughs> yeah, right. He's into a city folk. <laughs> You guys all have furnaces and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Running water. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Who are you selling it to? (laughs) You know, people. Well, well, I'm Tibetan community. How many hot backers do you have, or are you responsible for? We we had. In the past, mm-hmm. we don't have any alpacas now. Okay. But we had 27 alpacas, and they all. Because 28 is too many. 28, yeah. I couldn't take it. <laughs> that's, a little too much. that's a little too much. We'll stop at 27. <laughs> I'm like, this is getting a little too impersonal. I want 27. Right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But they all moved to Sisters, Oregon. Wait, wait, wait. When you say move, did they give you a notice one day? You know what? Dave, we're the fuck out of here, okay? The way you tackle me with my left leg is fucked up. Here's our notice. What do you mean moved? I don't like uh, how you're tackling me. It's offensive, right? Uh, um, yes, they do. Okay. <laughs> so, so you don't have any, you just do it for somebody else now? Uh, we... Uh, they got did, it. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I won't I'll, tell them. committed now. Keep going, well, bro. Uh, so, so the uh, alpacas are pretty, uh, um, pretty needy animals. <laughs> like, like they need their they're fiber not, not to like stay warm. Versus they're not like really like to be tackled. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they're really sensitive. I've been tackled <laughs> like once in this last week. You know, my owner is just. You ever put your knee on the They're sensitive. Okay. <laughs> the, they're from Peru. All right. And. Uh, you see uh, what he's. Prove that Is way. Prove that way. Make sure we know that we we know where Peru. <laughs> when he scooted with his hand, like energy, like energy. <laughs> Peru's over there, off yonder. Okay, go ahead. And so, so you move him from like uh, you know the high mountains of the Andes yep. to Salt Lake, uh, and they just they, I don't know. They just don't. They don't do well. Yeah. So <laughs> makes fucking sense to me. I got a polar bear. I moved him to fucking Brazil, and for some reason he doesn't he's, like it. he's not acting right. <laughs> like hot and sweaty. Shit. It's really weird. Bitching all the time. He moved. <laughs> Sisters, right? What? Sisters, Oregon. Polar bears and alpacas. Well, where were you a few years ago when we got twenty-seven alpacas? Jesus, man. I had twenty-eight. I didn't want to fuck with you. All right. So you got to you got you got to go do that, and you and you shave them. How long does that take? Shaving one alpaca. 
I don't know. It's like uh, 15 minutes per all packet. Okay. It's a whole crew, though, because there's the coat, which is like, uh, uh, no, I can't, don't know how to do this over just verbal communication instead of just showing you. Okay. But the, belly uh, the legs and, and the neck are all kind of secondary fiber, uh-huh. but the coat is what people want. On, on the back, and it's so pretty from much the, the flank. Back. Is that called a flank or something? Yeah, like the lower, Down the bottom the part loins, of their neck right? to their to the to the lower back. All that is prime, prime. fiber. I knew you were going to say prime. <laughs> and, that's a money shot. <laughs> and the rest is garbage, which I want to say, garbage fiber is worth. Is you, no one uses it, but if you throw it in your garden. <laughs> We use it to grow our tomatoes. I, I, I really. <laughs> this is, this what is, did you learn about your yard? Yeah, yeah right. His grass, right? Yeah, that's we can we can circle back. way back around to what you learned about grass, because I got a lot of shit to say about okay, all bef- this. Before but you wait, say, it, gonna, I'm gonna give you a second to say a little bit about it. But when's I your, know, when's your next podcast? Do you have running water at your house? <laughs> <laughs> you have running We're water. Come back next week. Tell me about the grass. This is what you get when you get a degree in jazz. Continue. <laughs> Should I put out pack a um, forum sh- shavings in my in my lawn? It's uh, uh, that's all good insulation for your lawn. Kay. Keeps the weeds down, mm-hmm. water in. It's like mulch. Okay, but it looks like fluffy clouds. Okay, so don't use the mulch that I already have <laughs> at my house. <laughs> Go to you and buy alpaca. No, you get it for shaving. free. Secondary. You go to any alpaca farm and they just throw it's that shit away. Oh, so the alpaca farm by my house, I can go to that one, but yeah, I don't know one where down the street. it is. Gotcha. Yeah, that one, Murray. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, I'm done fucking with you, man. You're good. That was awesome. Uh, Andy. Yes. All right. You, you got the Gringo shirt on. You're sitting there you. with your leg crossed. Oh, you got a yeah. leftover right. Like I'm you remember. The ball. <laughs> talk, talk to me about your music, man. So, so here you are. You're from um, uh, East, East Murray. East Murray. East small Murray, town yeah. USA, right? Yeah, that's fancy. How do you know about Teddy Pendergrass? Because it's got groove. It's got groove, and I play bass. Therefore, I need groove Anything to keep people's groove. butts moving. You so, know? All right. Well, for you, is it, is it searching it out? Or was it brought? Your parents listened to it. I don't know. Maybe you got a uh, black cousin. I think it <laughs> <laughs> started with James Brown and Bootsy Collins, and then you just you know it spirals out from there. You know, I'm a bass player, and you got to have the groove. Teddy Pendergrass played the drums, by the way. Yeah. But Bootsy Collins, yep. Yeah. Um, James Brown, you can't go fucking wrong talking about no, that. No, no. Um, Ohio players. Ohio uh, players, uh, yeah. Our brothers Johnson. Brothers Johnson, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Verdine White. Oh shit! Yeah. Do your thing, boy. Yeah. <laughs> now, guys, first of all, and Andy, no disrespect, but if you look at Andy, anytime, here it comes. In case you guys missed it, there, there's a, a few episodes back. We talked about there's a few disclaimers that you can insult somebody with, and one of those is no disrespect. But, but, and but no offense, no offense. But and so here it comes. You don't look like somebody who would listen to those types of bands. You look like somebody. Easy top. You look like somebody that would show up at night if my car was broken oh, down and be shit. like, "You look like you, you should use some help." And I'll be like, uh, "Will you please get away from me?" Okay. Oh, well, I, I don't want any problems. How, <laughs> but do you, you know, how do you think we found him? <laughs> 
But you look like you could use some help, and I'd be like, get the fuck out of the way from me. You know your music very well. Yeah. And I like that, that you've broken down the intricacies of your Ohio plays, your Bootsy Collins. I mean, that that's that's big. A lot of people walking around now, and these young motherfuckers that listen just don't know that shit. No, no. They don't know this shit. They think music started with fucking Lil Wayne. Right. Yeah. No, they do. Or Justin Bieber. Or Justin Bieber. Or who's the fucking Fred Durst? Who's that motherfucker? Ah, Limp Bizkit. Yeah, they think it all started with that. So you know your foundation of music because the foundation of a lot of samples and music and formats is James Brown. It's Parliament Funkadelic and Bootsy Collins and all that shit. That's awesome. Thank you. Will you guys, uh, can you guys play something live for us? By chance? Absolutely. Let's see what we got here. Guys, do your thing. Let me see. What, what key are we in? D, D, G. Yeah. I like the way it just morphs in like that. Wait, hang on. Wait, what's the most the melody? Oh, yeah.
lap and she said, go, son, go. Your daddy ain't your daddy, but your daddy don't know. And it's a whole misery. Shame and scandal in the family now. Oh, 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 Shame and scandal in the solo. Give me a mandolin solo off that. Go. That's it. <laughs> what, 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 uh, now that you put me you can't just you can't just lift your hands. Or trying to let him solo. This is so good. Andy, can you switch it to that? Uh, I want to hear a bass solo. Bass Andy, solo. Andy, so, hey, switch it to the, uh, to the, to the, switch it to the, uh, the fucking rap you were doing. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. should do and i got a little kid i know been playing bluegrass all right so i've been trying Poor to get kid. him to do this <laughs> what'd you say Poor Poor kid. Kid. no the, the, play the banjo he plays the shit out of a banjo yeah. you guys know your music you know bella fleck and the fleck tones you know you dave matthews you what know wait wait i got a, what was that I, sister? there was i had a friend that uh uh he was a banjo player uh-huh. and he put his you know put his banjo in the back seat of his car uh, like left. a rebel <laughs> And The shittiest thing happened He came back to his car And he never locked his doors And there were two banjos Dude <laughs> 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 <Hey>, that's fucked up <laughs> That's fucked up <laughs> Okay wait wait Alright so I'm trying to get this fucking kid you asshole I'm trying to get this kid to become a, a specific type of banjo player. So I'm saying, after you do your banjo set, take your fucking banjo, slam it on the ground, a la like Iron Maiden, or you know, <laughs> and, and say fuck you very much, and leave the stage. And that's what you guys should have done just now after your music. Just fuck slam you all guys. your instruments yeah. on the ground, go fuck you very much, and leave. And me and Wood can wrap it us up on y'all. You know, just come up with something different. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's been it's been it's been awesome talking to you guys. Learn about music. The fucking I play the piano. I got a fucking no. Excuse me. 
I have a master's degree <laughs> in music. Hey, I don't speak with an Australian accent. Yeah, that's the best I can do. That's the most elite shit I can do. And you got fucking Andy over here. It's just one, one fucking cheap shot after another, man. You are, you are awesome on your shit. I'm getting drunk, guys. Too many planes. <laughs> All right, guys. So, um... We hate to wrap it up with you, but we're going to head that way. So any of you listening, don't go anywhere just yet. Um, So I know you told us who you are at the very beginning. Tell us who you are again. How can we find you? If we want to go listen to you live, play, where do we go? How do we do it? I mean, talk to us. uh, Pimp yourselves out a little bit here. If you want to see our full ska band in, in action, we're playing this Thursday at the Royal. Uh, what's the date? June uh, 19. June 19th. No, 14th. 14th. June 14th at the Royal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't been Wait a minute. At all. June 14th, Thursday, we're at the Royal in Salt Lake City. Uh, you can look also look at Gringo Ska, G-R-I-N-G-O Ska, S-K-A dot com. There's a couple of videos. Uh, there's a couple songs on there. You can look at uh, NateRobinsonMusic.com. That will show the trio uh, anywhere we're playing uh, there's probably you know there's three or four shows a month uh, per band type of thing. Um, you can see all the uh, list of venues and hear some songs if you want. So these are the venues where I don't have to make ten thousand dollars an hour to be there. Right, right, yes. <laughs> okay, all right. Yes. These are just for everybody. Yes. <laughs> the top secret shit yes. you're not talking about. These are for the lower people. Down on the totem pole. Then I'll be there. <laughs> are you guys going out of state? Out of the state of Utah anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, we're um, playing in Arizona uh, uh, July 4th for the 4th of July. Uh, <laughs> oh, July, July 4th is the 4th of July. It was in July. Gonna, I mentioned it was in July. The 4th of July. July. Oh, I didn't say it was Independence Day, so it is on Independence Day. It's July 4th? July 4th. Okay. 4th Arizona, <laughs> where at in Arizona? Do you do you know off the top of your head? It's a private, it's called oh, Almond okay. Geary. It's down in, uh, it's by uh, Page, Arizona. So it's right yep. across the border. Yep. It's just a little, uh, little uh, resort. Okay. That's down there. We're playing. Uh, we're going on a little trip, but it's not till September. We're going out through Tahoe and uh, Northern California and back uh, in September. And then the big ska band is going up into Oregon, down through uh, California and Southern California in October. Okay. We got a lot of East Coast listeners. Um, anywhere east of here in the next year that you've got? Mm, we are trying, but uh, we haven't been east in the last little while since all, all of our kids. We're pretty much, there's like a blockade of Kansas or some shit that you can't go past Kansas if you're married. Or North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, or North Dakota. <laughs> we did make it to South Dakota, that's right. We'll get there. You know, I gotta We're say, trying. you know what? I love musicians. I, I love. I, I I'm intrigued by just you know playing shit. I've always wanted to play the piano. I don't take fucking time to do it. You know, in my head, I'm fucking you know Beethoven or some <laughs> shit. But I just think it's been awesome sitting here with you guys, learning about what you do. I appreciate you coming out, spending time with us, man. What's the, yeah, thank, thank you for you. having us, right. man. Yeah, it's been great. Cool. I don't think I've drank this much in one sitting in yeah. a long time, and I feel like I need to practice. <laughs> kind of shows the last song that yeah. uh, <laughs> really didn't. Uh, what was that? Is that what you're saying? All. That is what I am saying. Is that what you guys are saying? That's what we're saying. saying. Oh, guys, on that, uh, check us out. Uh, you know where to find us. If you're listening to us here, you found us. But to find us again, uh, so what you that'll direct you to the social media. Uh, hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Hell Tumblr, if you're 
bored with your porn, find us there. Uh, <laughs> SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever we're at. And then check these guys out. They're great. They're a great time. Yes. We're going to have some of their music up, so listen. Anything you've heard today that's uh, tickled your ears, that's from these guys, and it's been beautiful. So, as always, Keith, my fellas here, Andy, Dave, and Nate, it's always a pleasure. We out. September headed out with six of my friends. And I-80 West and good intentions at best. And we were headed where America ends. And Wednesday night went alright. The show went all night. But no money exchanged hands. Stuck in this Reno casino, crackpots and hookers, not keno. I wish I would have never stayed at the sand. But I'm bad and then